I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Welcome to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Hi, I'm on your river. Tonight, we are talking about how the billionaires create wealth. We're talking about manifesting like you want that grand life, telling the universe exactly what we want with powerful words and powerful intentions to live and create the life that we want to live. Are you excited, Anya? Yeah. And while we may not ever become billionaires, we can definitely increase our levels of happiness, wealth, health security, prosperity, peace, everything good that you want, you can manifest through your words. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Now let's get into Elon Musk's secrets to his billion dollar fortune. I bet you it's through positive affirmations. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that, okay, so right off the bat, your inner monologue, right? Like your inner monologue is everything. So for me, like when I work with people, anytime I work with people, I'm telling them, are you watching your thoughts? Like, are you listening to your thoughts? You know, do you see, do you, can you tell how you're talking to yourself? Because that's the key to everything, right? I, and I, I think a lot of these mega wealthy people have this very positive mindset about themselves and about their work and about their lives. And I think a lot of them are see, saying what they want and with intention, and it's being manifest throughout the world, you know, Mm -hmm. every idea is that seed that starts this journey to creating the actual product or service or whatever it is that gets manifested. Now, when we put it that seed within ourselves, whether that's intention, or that's a power affirmation through a word or a visualization, or a photo, um, anything that we lay our desire into and we send it out with the intention of becoming true, we're telling the universe exactly what we want and that's how we get it. So I think yeah. a lot of these people um, who are, have all these riches and wealth and, and all of this, a lot of them go for it. You know, they, mm-hmm. they just, they leap for it. They don't sit there and let insecurities get to them. If they want it, they visualize it, they go for it. And I think that that's a very vital secret of theirs to why they're so successful. Yeah. And that, well, there's definitely like issues with the, with the concept of being a billionaire and, you know, like I, like, I think there's a lot there behind it. Like, should we have billionaires, you know, X, Y, and Z, there's more about control and, (laughs) power and you know like obviously I don't think everybody can be a billionaire I don't think that that's even possible but 
when we're talking about increasing your levels of health, wealth, you know, everything, prosperity, you know, peace, inner peace, you know, um, one thing that you mentioned, the affirmations, right? Like, so there's a lot of contention around affirmations and I can give you a theory, my own personal theory as to why there's contention around affirmations. So affirmations by themselves, you know, affirmations are an incredible tool. And I think that they are part of the package, but it's like, just like when you're losing weight, you can't just exercise, you know, or you can't just take a supplement pill. An affirmation without all of the other pieces of the puzzle, including how you're talking to yourself, mean nothing. But as a part of a package where you're like working on your goal and you're surrounding yourself with your goal and monitoring what your inner monologue is telling you, okay? You know, so like if you're saying like, I want to lose weight and you're, and you use your affirmation, I want to lose weight, you're probably not going to lose weight because that's another yeah, thing. Because it's still a want. It's not yes. a now. That's why like, yeah. if you want to live, you know, and be monetarily successful, you know, you say to yourself, I live richly. Richness is around me right now. It also helps mm-hmm. you to be very um, like happy with what you have. And it teaches you gratitude as well, because when you're living richly, in your, you know, studio apartment mm-hmm. with that real, real slim bank account. <laughs> it, sometimes it's a little bit hard, but if you push through it and keep reinforcing that I'm living this rich life, you're going to find a lot of happiness in the, the items and the, the love and the memories that you have close to you. So that breeds more of that richness because you're yeah. going after more of what you have already and it's going to multiply and expand. So a lot right, of it exactly. is mindset. Yeah, that's and that's what I mean by that. Like inner monologue, you could ex- yes, you could expand that to say mindset because mindset is a little bit bigger than the inner monologue. So yeah. definitely, that's a very good point. Um, but basically, it's about surrounding yourself, and one of the easiest ways you can drench yourself in repetitive, you know, this repetitive idea, which is what the subconscious responds to. The subconscious, it responds to what it sees and hears in the environment. And then it sort of like brings you in that direction. So if you're saying, um, you know, if you're making mistake number one and saying, I want to be wealthy, then your subconscious already knows off the bat, you're not wealthy. You know, if you're not doing anything like cleaning up your environment, buying a, maybe you can't afford like $10,000 drapes, but buying something really nice for yourself that you can see every day. That was like a splurge. That adds to your environment. Yourself, yeah, yeah, you, know, you could totally make them yourself. Upcycling and flipping it and creating something new. But again, yeah. it roots back to being grateful for what you already have, which yeah. a lot of people, it's hard for them, especially when you're in a poverty type situation. You know, you want to be as big as, you know, Lady Gaga or some, one of those big stars. And you're still living at your mom's house, you know, that dream can seem really far. But if you're living that life of a star, if you're chasing your dream, if you're not taking no for an answer, if you're really going hard and trying to find opportunities for yourself, you will manifest more of that because you're in a positive mindset. You're in the mindset of I'm going to make it. I'm making it right now. Everything I do that's positive feeds me and feeds my soul. You're, you've got to look at everything you do as success. 
you'll feel mm-hmm. successful. Even if you're yeah. not at the level that you want to be, you're still living that, that agent of success in the, the short term, in the now, you know? Yeah. You want to know something, a little trick that makes me feel insanely wealthy. And, um, and it's sort of like ridiculous when you think about it. Well, we've only had electricity for like, what, a couple hundred years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, running water, everything like that. Sometimes when I sit there and I'm like going off into my weird land, you know, like my weird Aquarius land, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think about like, oh my God, we have like, we basically live like kings, like from a thousand years ago, like our lives today, even, even some of us who are the most disadvantaged and I've been in that spot, you know, in my life where like we have so much and that sort of like does jumpstart going to the next level, going to the next level, going to the next level, you know? So well, anyway, I, that's something I do. I think there's an element of achievement, of drive that you have to have as well with this mindset, because when you're at rock bottom, it's really hard to be positive. It's really hard to be in that mindset because all you can see is what you don't have versus yeah. what you do have. And a lot of people get lost in that, you know, and, and I'm not, this is a, sometimes manifesting comes to you more easily when you're in a lifetime where you can manifest. There are, are some lifetimes that our souls have to experience where it's, it's pretty rock bottom and dark and tragic, but yeah. it's to teach us lessons about loss, about poverty, about, going without, you know, and if we don't learn these lessons on our soul's journey, our soul doesn't get the development that it needs. You know, some lifetimes are easier than others. And I know that that seems hard to wrap your head around sometimes. But yeah. you just you got to step back sometimes and realize that, you know, we all go through these issues when it's our time, you know, and we can learn something from it we can take something away from those experiences but yeah. with manifesting the people are, who are in a manifesting mindset who are in a manifesting lifetime who are open and their channels are open then it's going to be super easy for them you know and they should manifest big bad and great things but the people who are struggling they've got to realize first you've got to be grateful for what you already have Once you start there, then you can build on it. And also, you know, one thing it's, it's super cheesy to say this, but it's, it's real, you know, like if you're in one of those lifetimes, there's still love, you know, like monetary things are not everything like monetary things are, we need, we need money. We need, we need certain, you know, certain standard of living and that's, that's undebatable, you know, and well, I, I feel it, it, for people who, who are in those lifetimes. I know people, I, I have friends yeah. who are in those lifetimes and I feel so much for that, that circumstance, you know, um, well, if you, and there's, if you and there's more about, than love. Yeah. And well, if you think about it to somebody who is not in a relationship, they can feel that loss of love and that could derail them. You know, it doesn't just have to be money or means that derail you. Even rich people get 
you know, upset and depressed and down on themselves about something. So it's, it's part of that human experience. But when manifesting, it's really important that you that you don't get lost in the repetitiveness of the activity, that you have to have a goal in sight. Because once you have that goal, and you reach it, you know, I can start another affirmation and go another extra mile. You know, because you can plateau and kind of get lost in saying that prayer over and over and over and over again. And you can feel like, well, what am I doing here? You know, if you don't have that goal of, okay, well, I asked for, you know, a a new job. All right. I I may have gotten promoted here. That's great for the intern, but that's not necessarily what I'm looking for. I may take it and keep saying my affirmation until I get that new job. But knowing that that half step is there is a way for you to gauge that success that you're having. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can only, I mean, you can't go from working at a desk job to, you know, immediately being, you know, the head of a, a, you know, the CEO of a company, like there's gotta be intermediary steps, Yeah. but I'm going to speak to the repetitive, the, the comment about repetitiveness, because I find that that's something that really does work for me is having the repetitiveness. So I, I'm going to counter that a little bit, (laughs) you know, especially I'm talking about when you're asking for something for years on end and it hasn't come yet, you know, you can get to a point (laughs) in your journey where you're like, what am I doing? Like, why am I saying this? At that point, when you get there, it's good to look back to see like, how far have I come? You know, what are my benchmarks? What is going to, what is my next benchmark so I can work towards something? See, I would say if that is a situation that's going on in someone's life where like it's been years and years and years, I would look at a couple of things. I would look at how you're asking and if you really want that thing, you know, because sometimes like if you're asking for something and your subconscious and your ego are not in alignment, it's not going to happen no matter what. You know, like you have to have all parts of yourself in alignment for this to move forward, right? So like, there's another side to that. Um, The reason I say that is it comes from personal experience. I said the same prayer over and over and over and over again for probably about five years. And it was to find a godparent in a certain tradition and, and to start my path in that tradition. And the re- it, 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 there was a point that I was like, yes, alignment does have a part to play in it, but it wasn't my time yet. I needed to want it to a certain degree. I needed to align certain parts of myself, certain parts of my journey, certain parts of my life before that person was able to come to me. I also yeah. had to to be prepared to receive that opportunity when it did show itself. So yeah, it can be years and years and years. And yes, you're saying the same thing, but if you're not able to receive it and enjoy it for when it does come, it doesn't, you know, it it can lose its meaning when you're waiting for it for years and years. Yeah. That's so interesting how each different, um, like, and let's call it a goal. I don't really like to call them goals, but um, desire. There can be a myriad of different situations and different ways of going about actually manifesting. That's yeah. really interesting. And, and, and what might be blocking you? 
So I think it's important to, to number one, be very conscious of your intentions. Like when you are, when you're looking to manifest something, or if you're saying to yourself, I desire this, I desire that, you know, um, it's, it's, it's so important to be aware of your, your feelings and your reasons and the feelings that come up when you put that intention out, you know? So like when you, when you had this situation, like, did you sort of like, I feel like we know when it's just not the right time yet. We know, I feel anyway, that I can feel it inside of myself when like something comes up, like what you're talking about, yeah. your situation, like there's a feeling that is there. It's a very specific feeling that, that comes up when it, when you know, it's just not the right time, but it will happen. Yeah. Well, that's, I, and I, and I had reached that part at certain parts of my journey certain parts, I was like, all right, it might not happen, but I'm going to keep asking because when it does happen, I'm going to be ready, you know, and I'm going to grab that opportunity and and deal with it, you know, and handle it properly. But um, in the dark of it, though, it's the repetitiveness that kind of guides you through a little bit, but also the gratitude factor. You know, I know we keep circling back to it, but if you're not grateful for things, the universe will not give you what you want. It's going to give you what you need. And that's yeah. not necessarily always a fun ride to be on. <laughs> Manifesting helps a ton when you have your, when you have your spiritual team on your side, yeah. you know, when you, when you know that you're looking for something that is for a reason that they're going to look favorably on, you know, in my experience anyway, like I've always been able to attain more wealth when I am saying, uh, this is not just for me. This is not just for status. You know, I could really care less about status. This is for, you know, the grandchildren you're, you know, you're this, this is for, you know, um, working on things, being able to have freedom to work on things that, you know, we need to work on in this life. And it sort of like brings everything back into place, you know, onto, onto an axis that is aligned. So I think that's a really good point too. Yeah. I also think that offering goes a long way. Yes. (laughs) You know, uh, if you're going to ask for something, you need to give something in return. So you may be asking for help for somebody, but you need to make an offering or they're going to take help from somebody else to give to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a balance that has to be maintained, you know, and I know this does not go for every traditional traditions are different. You got to keep that in mind, revert back to your elders. Um, But generally speaking, um, it's a balance that's maintained. So if you're trying to manifest something big, you have got to be very, very grateful and you've got to show it in some kind of way. So for me, if I'm asking anything big, I'll go and make a donation, you know, to Mm -hmm. a charity or to, you know, a religious organization or, you know, to somebody in need, because that's funny. I do the same. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 
it's especially when you're working with money. I notice if you're trying to manifest money, giving money away um, yep. helps to manifest it. They usually manifest it pretty big. You think it's counterintuitive, but it's about the money spirit. It wants to move. She wants to move. And you it's know? also showing that month that you're not hoarding it, that, that it's not mm-hmm. an unnatural attachment because there, you know, there's the Scrooge McDucks out there in this world who want to hoard money and hoard wealth. You know, those big billionaire types uh, that don't want to do the giving back the philanthropy part. And, it affects them. You notice it. It may not get them right away, but you'll not start noticing somebody might go away for Rico. Somebody, you know, somebody might have bankruptcy issues. <laughs> Somebody's wife might let, leave them and they never got a prenup. And now they owe, you know, $200 billion, you know, mm-hmm. um, these things happen, but it's because they did not pay what they were supposed to pay. They didn't Hello, pay taxes. their debt. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, the, but it was a magical, spiritual, energetic tax. Mm-hmm. No, That's I'm saying literally. I think I'm giving saying. back is so important, even if it's um, acts of kindness. Yeah, your time. I was just going to say time, attention, service, kindness, yeah. you know, all of these things. It's just so funny because it's like the you were talking about a duality in another, um, in another episode. And I feel like there is a, there is a duality there too, where you're, you do things from the, from the kindness, from, from your heart, from your, from your soul, from your spirit, you know, and, and it's linked up with manifesting and you know that you're going to get return on this at the same time, but it's not because you're, going to get returned you know yeah. like it's You've just it's a very interesting apart. yeah it's a very very interesting line walking when you're manifesting but you can manifest for darkness too um that's like the under the table handed away you know what you know with that <laughs> the the debt is a lot higher <laughs> Yeah, that's not my thing. <laughs> Tell me about it, though. <laughs> uh, it's not mine either. But there are people and practitioners out there that are working the darker arts that when they want to manifest something big, they manifest it through like blood animal sacrifice mm. and different types of darker offerings, you know, that are not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, you know, how do I put this? Some of the more naturalistic, you know, older religions, a lot of them mm-hmm. have that other path that you could take towards manifesting. Gotcha. It doesn't necessarily mean you're manifesting for positivity. Yeah. Know? There are some people out there that got rich from the wrong ways, you know. I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of people. I well, do you know, you that. and I off camera will have a conversation about that because I have I have a, a few lists of people that I think got their riches the the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> no, I know it's like mm. we see you, we see you out there acting up. <laughs> and you know what? It's like 
And that's one thing too, is like releasing this idea that you ever need that much. Like I have no feelings of, of desiring that much, you know? Um, It's just, it's just simply about like getting to the next level, you know, and, and being able to be in a position, like if we're talking like just straight money stuff, you know, it's about more freedom, you know, at this, at this point. It's like, but that's something I highly value. So like when I'm talking about. (laughs) There are people though, that when manifesting money, they don't care how they manifest it. They may manifest it through selling drugs. They may manifest it through, you know, um, sticking up, you know, robbing people. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like, there are always two sides of that road, you know, Mm -hmm. and you've really got to know yourself and where you stand and where your magical boundaries are before you would even try attempt any kind of manifestation to begin with, you know, if you're in a place of, if you're lost, you're broken, you're not really sure of who you are, what you're doing. Don't try to manifest anything because you will manifest a very broken version of what you desire. No. And it may cause harm and hurt and loss in your life. That's a very, very good point. You know, work on getting yourself whole because as above, so below, as within, yeah. so without. So yeah, that's definitely something, you know, where you, you need to get yourself back on your axis and moving forward in your life. And yeah, and and increase, you know, definitely like self-compassion, you know, have compassion for wherever you are, because we've all been in all of the places, <laughs> you know. I would, I would also argue that doing divination before manifestation is extremely important, because there are a lot of things that you may want to manifest that are just not right for you. You know, you may be a teenager manifesting, you know, a child when it's not necessarily such a great time to to bring one in, you're not in a steady place, you know, there's a lot of life you got to live, you know, before you're really where you should be, you know, no judgment on anybody. But you've got to know that this is right for you, you know, Mm -hmm. which and I think pulling some cards, getting a reading, sitting down and meditating and asking your guides, is this right for me? Before you go through candle magic before you go through any kind of positive affirmation training you know any sort of readjustment with your perspective and things of that nature you know any kind of witchcraft that you're even thinking about doing you know um sitting down and pulling some cards and getting some perspective and engaging your guides to see if this is even the right path for you because there may be other things and other factors on this path that you're not taking into consideration that can affect how you're trying to manifest stuff. So manifesting on its own. Yeah. You know, we think of it in simplistic ways, but it's a lot deeper than most people realize, you know? Yeah. And you do. Yeah. That's a very, those are excellent points to bring up. Um, because it sort of does feel like a beginner's thing, but when you, when you realize the level of, Uh, self-awareness that you must possess in order to be able to do this in a way that's going to benefit you and those around you. You're right. You're right. There is a lot. You need a lot of self-awareness. You need maturity, you know, so it's actually not, it's not as, as a beginner of a, 
of a you know an activity not an activity but you know what I mean film fill me in there yeah yeah it's not as beginner as as it seems you know from you popular can culture practice it in a beginner capacity to get yourself introduced how yeah. would you go about introducing somebody to manifest it you know somebody who's got no magical knowledge whatsoever or very little just small things that we have every day anyway, you know, or, um, or, you know, just small things, I think, like, see how it goes, you know, like, like saying, like, a cup of coffee or, or, you know, a, a parking spot or, you know, something like that, or a friend calling, and just see how, like, observe yourself, you know, observe yeah. yourself after you've, after you've put the intention out there, observe like what you're saying again, the inner monologue, like, how are you, how are you responding to yourself? You know, because if you're asking for something small, then there shouldn't be too much of a, an issue about, about your intentions or about, you know, reasons why you might be holding yourself back. You can just sort of play with your power without too much, too much coming down on you, you know, but then you just keep going a little further. Yeah, to that point, I would say um, playing games with yourself. Oh, that's good. Uh, One thing that I do is I'll pick a keyword and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want to see it either written. I want to hear somebody else say it. I want to watch TV or a movie and have it been said Um, and see how many times you can make it manifest throughout the day. That's Um, good. Yeah, it's a good way to test yourself. And like, sometimes you pick like bizarre ones. And then you hear like, overhear somebody on the phone saying it to somebody else. You're like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, there it is. (laughs) That's really, really good. Um, I do like, so, so again, with the affirmations, you could play with the affirmations, because I don't think that there's too much, too much danger in that. Like, if you're saying, you know, I have peace in my life or, or my home is peaceful. I find it, I find it helps a lot because when you can change your inner, inner system, you know, things on the outside also reflect that. So maybe it is a little bit more advanced, but I think it's worthwhile to, you know, consistently tell yourself like, I am loved. I have peace. I am, you know, I'm strong. I'm, you know, I think also working work these affirmations inward, mm-hmm. you know, is a very good way to start, like um, telling yourself, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this today. I, I'm going to prove how happy I am today. I'm going to prove it to myself. I'm going to find something that brings me joy and I'm going to make sure I enjoy it deeply. You know, there's other ways to apply it. And anytime you're working within yourself, you're healing parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the great thing about these words of affirmation, these power words, whatever you want to call them, they can be applied in so many different ways and very creatively to fix and heal and release different things within your life. You know, you can manifest for happiness and wind up, you know, getting put in a job in a different country and not realizing that that's what you needed to be happy. It just looked yeah. a whole lot different than you expected it. 
That's another great part of manifesting is receiving it when it does manifest and not trying to change it or judge it or put it in a box. No, the surprises are the best ones because they're always better than what you would have thought you would have expected. Absolutely. You know, so it's, it's important to be careful about your wording too. You know, like you don't want to be like, I want something like super specific, like a specific person, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just more along the lines of, I, I want, I want a healthy relationship. I want the healthiest relationship. You know, I want, I want, you know, think of like the qualities that you're thinking of, like, especially when you're working at that level of, you know, trying to bring in a partner or manifest a certain kind of, you know, relationship in your life. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's been really fun. Um, I'm Athena Silver. I'm a professional psychic medium, a tarot reader, and a spiritual guide and a witch. If anybody would like to have a reading with me, my website is readingswithathenasilver.com. My Instagram is at athena.silver. My TikTok is at athena underscore silver. My Facebook is readings with Athena Silver. How did I get to you, Anya? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R, and I do tarot readings, and I am a certified past life regression hypnotherapist. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and check back in with us at the Rebel Crow Psychic show.com for a free full episode you can also find episodes every thursday on youtube and on all major podcasting platforms